Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. We talk a little bit about how hard it is to be a mother, and God forbid we make a mistake. This, plus some celeb news about Scott Disick and Britney Spears, plus our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Shop lipandclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I am absolutely not going to allow that. No. Paula? Yes, I've lost my ability to swallow. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 366. That sounded just like yours. It did. Well, it's because we're sisters who podcast. I know. That's exactly why we're sisters who podcast. All right. So Mother's Day is coming. And you and I were just talking about how quickly this month has just flown by. And it's just like two weeks away. Three, maybe three. I don't know. I don't know math. But I read this story. Speaking of mothers, I read this story. Do you know who Jenny Mullen is? She's married to Jason Biggs. Jenny Mullen. Oh, she's the one that dropped her kid on her head. Or yes. on his head. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so... Isn't she, he like five years old or something well, like that? That's what I was going to tell you. <laughs> that she apparently was on Angel, which I did, I've did. i never watched. She dropped and injured her five-year-old son. Her husband is Jason Biggs, who was in American Pie and all those movies. Mm-hmm. Dropped my son on his head, causing him to fracture his skull, landing him in the ICU. Now, I'm looking at this in two ways. One is we've all injured our children accidentally just because we're human and the moms are always taking care of the kid. How do you hold? I could never hold a five-year-old boy, at least in my my son, because he was like up to my boobs by that point. Like he was tall. I mean, so I don't know how you hold a five-year-old and then how do you drop them and to the point that they fracture their skull i mean i'm trying to figure it out unless it was just one of those freak things where you're outside maybe you pick him up he flailed and fell and hit his head on a rock or something i mean it's weird right i'm not accusing her of abuse or anything by the way i'm saying accidents freaking happen yeah i mean i'm sure it was just one of those things or unless like maybe he was on her shoulders or something like that you know and he flipped forward or something like that but yes yeah i mean i wouldn't necessarily recommend you carry your five-year-old you know i mean kids do eventually get too big they need to walk and you got to hold their hand right and i'm just wondering if that's maybe what happened but i was thinking about it so of course she got a lot of blowback on that about first of all coming forward and admitting it and i don't know if she was doing it because someone said hey this has been leaked and you know tmz is going to report on it or and so she decided to come forward on her own or something because on its face it looks really ugly and, you know, some people were like, call CPS. I can't believe she didn't have to deal with that kind of crap and blah, blah, well, blah. A CPS was probably notified the minute they got in the hospital. They do, by the way. Yeah. They anytime a child them. comes in with a suspicious injury or an injury mm-hmm. that, you know, doesn't make sense or something like that, a fall, a break or anything, yeah. they, they automatically have to report that stuff. Yeah. So they can establish, you know, basis if anything mm-hmm. further goes wrong. But I was reading it going... Jesus Christ, I mean, being, this is probably the ugly part of being a celebrity, even a moderately low-level celebrity, is if you make any, if there's any kind of accident, you have to get in front of it before some loser 
says something about it publicly and then, you know, bring on the judgment. You know what? If I was a celebrity, I'd be like, fuck you guys. He had an accident. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. I don't give a shit. I know. I I'm worried have... about my son at this point. So right. talk right. amongst yourselves. I would not have. Basically, I would not have gotten out in front of it is what I was my point as well. I wouldn't even give two shits about what people <laughs> thought about it. And that I would know. be that would be my tweet. I'd be like, honestly, people, I give two shits what you think about it. I'm worried about my son. Right. Talk amongst yourselves. I Apparently he's fine, but it sounds like it was quite frightening. I can't even begin to imagine the horrible feelings as a mom. How that would guilt? It would yeah. keep you alive. I'd be like, Mother's Day is canceled. <laughs> We're not doing anything. My life is dead until he's well. Basically, right? I know. And then I, you know, okay. So you know, we have anxiety and OCD in our in our bloodline, and mm-hmm. it's rampant. I was preparing something. I was doing something, and when I'm in my own head when I'm concentrating, like I was painting a wall, I was painting a room, I'm painting. And I start thinking about all the things. And I was thinking about this situation that this actress and her husband are going through with their son. And I thought, I don't think I would survive if I outlive my children. Like, I don't think I could do it. I don't, I know that there are many who do and they're forever changed, but I just personally, I don't think I could do it. I don't, I don't know think how I that's can. possible. I always thought, like, if something terrible happened, like, this is the only scenario I could think of that this would ever drive me to do this. Like, mm-hmm. let's say hypothetically, Victor and the children were, like, flying to Oklahoma. Like, if yes. I ever permitted this. Right? And, like, the plane crashed. <laughs> A lot of things, yeah. I've told Stephanie, I said, if I ever find out that that something like that happened, I said, you literally have 30 seconds before I swallow like a bottle full of pills. Yeah, because it'll be over. I go find Mm -hmm. a gun to blow my head off because there's there's no point in living after that to me. I know. Well, and you know, you and I personally know no parents who have lost both of their children in a short period of time for freak accidents. Right. And I don't know how she, the, the mother, she is... Well, she's probably not okay. She's in of intense. She's not okay. She's intense therapy, but it, I don't know how. I don't know how mothers do it. We know a lot of mothers who have survived their children, and I don't know how they do. I know they're different. I know they're not the same. But they're zombies. Yeah, they are. They basically are zombies, and they're not a just shell on, of a person. Not even the medication. It's the the trauma of losing a, a child before you die, because that's the natural progression. Your children have to suffer when you die, and that's even worse. I mean, you don't mm-hmm. want to be the cause of anyone's suffering, especially your kids, but to not ha- give them the opportunity to bury you and move on with their life, to me, is just the, the ultimate. Nobody should suffer like that. No parent no. should ever outlive their children, ever, ever, ever. But I, so I'm, I'm reading about this story about this woman, and she's getting a bunch of blowback about, you know, why are you carrying a five-year-old? And I'm like, you guys are not parents. You're not mother. You're not a mother. You don't know because we wake up with guilt every day because we fucked up our kids somehow. And then when you actually have physical proof that you'd made a mistake and then you actually had to seek out help. Oh, my God. You'd rather just die. Right. Absolutely. Trust me. I'm sure she'd much rather be in the ICU with a cracked skull than her son. You know, I'm sure she would trade places a gazillion times over, you know, and I'm I'm sure she relives that moment every single 
second of her life thinking how she wishes she could have done something differently or yep. how she could have done things differently. Yeah. You know, to avoid how everything happened. She's probably punishing herself more than any stupid Instagram commenter can. <laughs> I mean, seriously. But as a mom, you know, I was just thinking about like, well, Mother's Day com- is coming up and I'm sure Jenny Mullen's going to have a fabulous Mother's Day <laughs> thinking about her child. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Mother's Day is coming. The one thing that we've always said that we liked is solitude <laughs> for Mother's Day. Well, I always call it half Mother's Day. Oh, because, yeah. you know, you get you get the breakfast, mm-hmm. you get the presents and then usually around 11 o'clock it's all winded down and <laughs> you're doing then dishes you, then you go to clean up the mess because the kitchen's absolutely destroyed yeah. you know you're wearing your walmart necklace and <laughs> your your 12 dollars. You know, i would much rather necklace. have like a macaroni necklace over mm. the walmart necklace that i have with like the five others in my jewelry box right in fact last year i told victor he's like well you know we we just got paid or blah 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 or i just got money and you know i'm gonna take the kids shopping like you know do you have an idea what you want or i'm like well for starters i'm like you can stop taking them to walmart <laughs> Maybe you could switch it up and go to Kohl's. <laughs> no, he went to Target. Oh, so okay. That All was right. an upgrade. I know. know. I, again. I, I'm like, just don't have him get me anything at all god just stop wasting your money on cheap shit for the purpose of what it's like no one needs a token i mean if the kids want to make me something or you know give me a flower or whatever awesome i'm with you i do not need physical you know product to know that i that i'm a mom and that you're celebrating it i don't I have them make me cards or look up a nice poem on the internet and then like have them do handprints or right right you know something cute that I can like frame or hang up somewhere or put on the fridge or I don't know or let's go for a nice drive Mm -hmm. and to the lake and have a picnic and then watch the kids skip rocks or something like that you know I mean like to me that would be fun yes you know, I agree. It always ends up the same way. And so <laughs> I just, I, it is what it is. Well, and like for me, I get, you know, I get coffee. I do, I get the breakfast and all of that stuff. And it's really super great. But then what I don't like is everybody standing around staring at me going, so what do you want to do today? Exactly. And I'm like, it's eight o'clock in the morning. I Can you even believe that I'm down here putting food in my mouth at 8 a.m.? I don't do anything before 10, you know? I, know, I mean, as far as eating and drinking, you know, I'm just, my body's not prepared for, for ingestion at this point, except for coffee. So I'm like, I, I can't really even think about it, you guys. All right. And then they meander off and then we don't do anything. And because, everyone's on their phone or yeah, whatever. and then everyone's off and going. Well, Daryl's watching Back to the Future, and if we're not going to do anything, I'm going to go to Rachel's. <laughs> okay, we sound like bitter bitches. We're not really. It's just that I don't think we're big fans of of tradition, as far as tradition for the sake of tradition. Like, I I'm personally not. That's why I'm not a big fan of 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 holidays in general like valentine's day is one of the worst holidays for me because it's like someone someone somewhere told you that on february 14th you're required to tell someone you love them by buying Mm -hmm. them a bunch of stuff instead of doing it you know anytime you feel like it would be way more romantic well for someone like me who doesn't usually get shit 
any mm-hmm. other time of the year. I like Valentine's Day because it actually requires him to do something. Right. Well, in my former life, I should I understand. Say. I understand. So I don't mind Valentine's Day, but like Mother's Day, it's always a bust. My birthday, I don't even want to get started. Right. Now, like Father's Day, because I'm such a thoughtful person mm-hmm. and I'm very perceptive to things that they want or need or something like that. You know, I will actually try and make a whole day of it. And so, you know, we will do like the breakfast, all the things that they like. I mean, there's ungodly amounts of bacon and, you know, (laughs) eggs and hash browns and pancakes Mm -hmm. and then coffee and they just sit in the recliner and everybody brings him stuff and he's watching whatever he wants on tv mash or something oh and then he likes that show oh by the way speaking of uh, offshoot daryl was at daryl was at a meeting in la like a week ago and someone walked up to him a man not a woman walked up to him and said has anybody ever told you you look like alan alda from the last season of mash i'd be like um no no i no He told me that. And I said, did a man or a woman tell you this? And he goes, no, it was a man. And I, so I immediately Googled Alan Alda last season of MASH. And I went, I don't see it, but maybe it's the eyes. I'm not sure. I was trying to figure it out. I I would have been like, is that appropriate workplace discussion? (laughs) I don't know. It was just weird. He goes, has anybody ever told Do I know you? Walk away from me. (laughs) What's weird. Now it would be weird if somebody said that to me. But um, <laughs> but I immediately Googled it and I said, I don't see it, but I've always thought you look like an old Anthony Michael Hall. So beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. I guess. It is true. And maybe this guy really likes Alan Alda. So who knows? Perhaps. I just thought it was weird. OK, so I wanted to talk a little celeb news because there was a few little items that I wanted to talk to you about. The first one. Well, we talked about Jenny Mullen and the, the head drop. And she's not a celeb to us anyway, but it was just something as far as being a mother and taking a bunch of shit from people and you're just trying to do your best and God forbid you make a mistake. But Scott Disdick is getting his own show. Really? Yes. It is going to be called, let's see. Well, first of all, did you know that his Instagram was let the Lord be with you? (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) That's the name of his. Okay. I follow him. Yeah, I know you do. And that's why I'm mentioning it. Um, Secretly, I... I find him very attractive because he is such an asshole. Yes. You know how I love me a good asshole. You do. The eight episode E-series will reportedly feature Disdick flipping high-end homes, which has become a passion project of his. It's one that seems to run in his family since his late dad was a well-known real estate developer. Five years ago, Disdick flipped his first house and he's been working on remodeling homes for his famous friends and family ever since, including Kourtney Kardashian. As of now, there's no word if Kardashian or any of her sisters will appear on the show, but Kris Jenner is a co-executive producer on the one-hour series and has God. reportedly been in the works since 2017. I would have that woman nowhere near anything I do. Here's what I think. I think that he has no choice. I think any kind of spinoff from Keeping Up with the Kardashians, she owns it. I think she gets a piece of it, no matter what. So that's what I think. That's why she's an executive producer. Hold on. Flip it like Dizik. That's the name. Oh. So, yeah. So I know you'll watch it and maybe we'll talk about it on the little carnival, even though it's not truly. Well, it is reality. It's reality. And we're kind of. Oh, and that's the other thing. Uh, We're going to talk about it on our next little carnival episode. Okay. But 
we are getting several requests from our listeners on what shows we need to review on the little carnival. Oh, where people are like, oh, you guys need to watch this or, oh, you need to check this one out. And so when we do our next episode, which will probably be in a week or so, I will give you the names of some of the shows that have been suggested to us. And then you and I can decide who's watching what. Okay. And then we'll review them on our show at a later time. Okay. So Scott Disick, I'm sure you'll be watching. I'm sure you will be watching it because you like him. I love him. I know. Okay. So here, let's talk a little about Britney, bitch. I know. Okay, so first, this is a twofold thing. Brittany is at the tail end of her 30-day stay at a mental health facility. We've learned more about how she landed there in the first place. Brittany had a rough time dealing with her dad's recent illness. He had a ruptured um, colon or something. I think he has colon cancer. I think. think I think he has something. He's he's been battling health issues for quite some time, I think, and I think it's just getting worse. He's been a cons- her conservator for almost, almost 12 years, which I didn't realize it had been that long. God, that long, huh? Yes. His health battles have taken a big toll on her. We're told at the same time, Brittany's doctors were adjusting her meds, which had lost their efficiency, which you know and I know about how that changes. Yeah. Well, she probably needed them upped because she was struggling to deal with the, the situation. And, you know, mental health medications do tend to need to be adjusted all the time. I mean, I would say... Well, when you're a teenager, they're adjusting them every three to four months. Oh, constantly. When you're yeah. an adult, I would think it's at least annually they're making some adjustments. I mean, they add, they just have to keep checking in with you yes. to see how you're doing. But mm-hmm. I mean, if, you know, life is... is uh, because, I mean, sometimes they just stop working because yep. your body gets used to them. Exactly. And it builds up a tolerance. Tolerance. So that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. If her, you know... I don't know if it's called dopamine or whatever, but I mean, if it starts building up um, like higher levels of stress, Mm -hmm. then the medication just may not be effective anymore. Right. So it says her mental health issues were stabilized with a cocktail that were designed for her. Over time, they were increasingly ineffective. Doctors tried to create a new cocktail. We're told that there were problems. First, they had to wean her off the existing meds, which you and I both know is very difficult. Very hard. Uh, Can't be done quickly, and there's a risk of suicide if it's not done right. As doctors wean... That's probably why she went into the facility. Exactly. As doctors weaned her off her meds, they created a new cocktail, but it's all trial and error, and there were errors that were made, and it made her unstable and ultimately unwilling to cooperate. So she was admitted to the facility, and we're told that they've found the right mixture. So she's on. She'll be coming out of that thirty day stint. But honestly, it's the it's the best and safest way to make someone adjust to a new medication. It is very difficult. And it just depends on which one she was on. Mm -hmm. If she was on, you know, quite a few and they were pretty heavy, you know, antipsychotics or something like that. Right, right. Then you can't just, you know, mess around with those. No. You, You really need to be under some continuous care. So I think that was that was the best place for her to be. But it's it's a constant experiment until you get it right. It's a constant yeah, because you never know what's going to work or how you're going to react or exactly. what side effects you're going to have. And well, you're dealing with your brain, you know, mm-hmm. your mind. So it's all chemical. Yeah. And the brain sometimes will, you know, it'll not have certain side effects. Sometimes it'll have the most rarest side effects. Oh, and God, I know. Which is usually me. I get the rarest <laughs> side effects. Like, well, this really doesn't happen to anyone normally, but for some strange reason... 
Yes, I've lost my ability to swallow. So, <laughs> yeah, and it, rest assured, in our family, it's like you know, I've I've only seen this one other time in my entire forty mm-hmm. years of practicing, but you have it. <laughs> Every That's, time I read the label about the mm-hmm. side effects, I just drop straight down to the bottom to the yeah. what, like the 0.2%. Because that'll be And you. I'm just like, I'm all, these are the ones I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Anyway, on that note, here's a bunch of people who have no fucking clue. Britney Spears fans on Monday held a protest in L.A. demanding the pop star be released from a treatment facility in response to online rumors that she's being held against her will. A group of protesters gathered outside the West Hollywood City Hall with signs that read, Free Britney and truth will set her free. The protest was live streamed on YouTube with attendees shouting, Hey ho, Larry Rudolph has got to go, claiming it was her longtime manager's decision to put the star in a facility. Did they not read the initial, it says Britney Spears has checked herself into a facility? It's lies, apparently. All lies. These people know better than they're her inside group of support. Her sister has just lost her shit. Jamie Lynn Spears is like, fuck you guys all. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, she is mad because they all know. I mean, for God's sake, they know her. That's her, their sister and their daughter. It just makes me crazy angry when I see these deluded fools who believe and read everything online as the truth. And then they go out and they go out and take action. It makes me crazy. I'm like, you know what? Go out and waste your time. Do whatever the fuck you want. You know, it's stupid. Where is her mom? I I don't know. Can't help but wonder. Well, I know that mom and dad are divorced. Yeah. I don't get the impression she's real close with her mother anymore. And, you know, that's kind of one of those double-edged sores. It's like mom is the one that drove her to New York to be in all the Broadway shows when she was a little kid. Drove her to Florida to be part of the Mouseketeers. Did all the stuff. And now, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when kids blame your mom, blame the mom for everything, And I think that's kind of what it is. It's like, it's my mom's fault, blah, blah, blah. Even though if it wasn't for her mom, she wouldn't, we wouldn't even know who Brittany is. I think it's kind of maybe there's some resentment there, though. Double edged swords. And well, from what I understood is that when the parents did split, the dad decided that he would be with Brittany to help her with her career. And then the mom would be with the daughter because the daughter was clearly struggling because she was, (laughs) you know, 16 and pregnant. Right. And so she needed some assistance as well. They split the duties a bit. But the daughter's older now. So, I mean, she's she's married Mm -hmm. and has two kids, I think. And so, I mean, I don't think that she, you know, really needs her mom to help her. And so you would think the mom would be around now. You know, she might be and she's just kind of taking a back seat to the whole thing. Maybe there's an, an arrangement. I don't really know, but it seems to me that Brittany and her mom aren't BFFs. Yeah. I also think it's because mom and dad aren't together anymore either. So it might just be one of those things where it's like, I'm living my best life and obviously I'll be there whenever she needs anything, but looks like this is all hell, all under control. And the last thing I don't know about you, but the last thing I'd want is my mom sailing in or in our case, our dad walking in you know, <laughs> to try to save the day. I'd be like, what the hell is going on? Am I dying? Like, be what like, happened? <laughs> Why is this happening? This is the last parent I want to see, for God's sake. You know, so it might be like that. I'd be like, uh, uh, security, I don't know this man. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd turn to our mom, mom, what the hell? She'd be like, I didn't call him. <laughs> like, well, what's going on? Take care of this, please. 
Jesus Christ. Yes. That, that I think that might, I don't know. I mean, they don't really talk about her much. Maybe she's just agreed to kind of just shut up and let dad take care of it. I don't know. Because, I mean, if he passes away, there's going to have to be some major decisions made. Can we just talk about the fact that Britney Spears has a boyfriend and he's hot as hell? Well, that's never been her problem. I know. I know. But it's crazy. Like, the, the photos I saw of her, she was coming out of the Beverly Hills Hotel. Oh, and he was totally guarding her. Yes. Uh, at first, I thought it was security. But then I oh, realized it was a boyfriend. Boy. Which was so cute. I it thought was. It was adorable. The only thing that I'm struggling with, in all honesty, is Brittany has done something to her face, and I'm really struggling with it. Like, she's put in yeah. lip injections or something. I don't know. I, I think mean, she did too much Botox to her forehead. And, something. And I want to say that she's... She has, like, a really long forehead or something. I'm not like really she, sure. Like, she's a five head or something. It I don't is, know. It is weird. And, I, and then I wonder, is she wearing a wig? You know? I kind of wonder that too because yeah. if you ever watch what was a she did a medley at one of the shows like the uh, music awards or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. and she just looked very robotic. It oh, was, was it this was a long time ago? Kind of like she came out and it was like her. It's like she was doing her Vegas show. Oh, okay. so like you didn't have to move a lot because. You know, from whatever angle you were looking at, you couldn't really see her anyway. Okay. And so, but it was at an award show, so everyone could see her. And she was just moving very robotically, mm. like almost lip singing. And mm-hmm. it just, it looked really strange. Yeah. I, God, I, I just love her so much. I don't even. I do too. I just, I wish her so much peace and success. I mean, she is successful. Everyone will know who she is forever. It's not even that. I just. I just really, I hate that she struggles, but I really relate to it. I mean, we're not as mentally ill as she is, but yeah. but we really understand it. And it's so hard to see someone who basically has everything. It's, it's like one of those things when you see one of those billionaires have cancer and all the money in the world can't save them. That's kind of yeah. what it feels like watching that. You know, she ha- she has everything in the world, but her mental health just inhibits her sometimes anyway we obviously we wish her well so that's good yes was there something else i wanted to tell you about and i'm like gordon ramsay had his baby but that was a while ago do you know how old his wife was 50 she was 50 isn't she 50 well i know he's i know he's 52 i think she's in her late 40s i think she's like my age that's crazy you know what they, they planned that baby i know i think it's I believe they had a um, they had a surprise baby and the baby did not. I think they lost it, and so Aww. I th- I think this is why they had this. For, if I because recall correctly, their youngest child is like seventeen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. They named the baby Oscar. <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I saw that's... I saw a comedian about a month ago, and I just found it randomly on some like YouTube or whatever, and it was a woman, uh-huh. and she said, "So I met a baby the other day named Deborah." <laughs> She goes, no one names their baby Deborah. <laughs> Why would you do that? I De- don't know. Deborah Deborah is an intoxicated woman who's had too much Chardonnay demanding to see the manager, not a baby. <laughs> Deborah is like, laugh. you know, a business executive, you know, at some 
I don't know, financial <laughs> firm. Who went by your, Debbie you, with a heart over the eye until she graduated. <laughs> reading you your, your portfolio, yes. you know, recommending, you know, new stocks and I know how to diversify. I just, who names their kids Deborah? Or Oscar. This, well, this is, this is little Deborah. You're like, what? Wait, why would you name your son? Why would you name your daughter Deborah? This is Karen, our baby, new baby Karen. It's just, weird. Yeah, there's just certain names. This is Carolyn. <laughs> I just even Carol better than yeah. Carolyn, you Carol. can get away with. Carol's like this is our baby Carol. <laughs> it's like, are you sure? It's weird. Yeah, really Isn't it weird. Like, this is our daughter Margaret. <laughs> well, Maggie's cute. I don't know. It's Margaret is not cute. Really, I don't mind it. Well, a baby named Margaret is weird unless you're royalty, but it is weird. This is our daughter, Marva. Hey. <laughs> I don't even know how that can't. You know what? It's too bad her grandmother's dead. I would love to ask her why. Well, my mother's perfectly alive, and I wanted to know how they said this is our daughter, Paula. What's wrong with Paula? Jamie, the only Paulas I've ever met in my life were black. Well, our mother's name is Marva, and she's white as the driven snow, and that's kind of a black name. I'm just saying. Like, Please, when they, when I tell people that my husband's name is Daryl, do you know that they immediately think that he's black? Are you kidding me? No. Well, when my friend Sonia told me that she had a guy to introduce me and she said his name was Victor and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I really don't date Latin guys. <laughs> and she said he's white. Like, I don't believe you. It's true. It just was funny because my inclination was I'm like, you know, I, I just don't date Latin guys. I'm not into that. And she's like, he's white. <laughs> I'm like, well, who the hell you names no their idea. white kid Victor? You had no idea how white he really was. <laughs> so it's funny how we decide right away what someone must be like when we hear their name. Yes. It's that funny is true. to me. Yeah, there's certain names that you hear and you're just like, oh, that person's total, like, whore. Or whatever, like, yeah. Any, <laughs> anytime I hear the name Desiree, I'm just like, oh, she's a total whore. <laughs> Even if they're not. I don't think I've ever met a Desiree that didn't sleep around. Really? I don't even know. I don't even think I know a Desiree. Interesting. Um, anyway, it's, but it is true. Well, you know, I've always told the story how dad wanted to name me Randy. And mom was like, I'm absolutely not going to allow that. No. And so he named yeah, me he, Jamie. He, he was really feeling that one, wasn't he? Yeah. Hardcore. And if I was, a, <laughs> so if I was a boy, if I was a boy, I would have been named Randy. And I'm like, this is our son, Randy. I'm like, what? What kind of name is that? I sound like a mechanic already. I was born a mechanic, apparently, Randy. Oh, you sound horny. Randall. Randall would have been better. This is our son, Randall, our our malnourished uh, newsy son, Randall, who wears page boy hats and delivers the paper on the corner. Randall. I was supposed to be Paul. <laughs> that's hilarious. Imagine that. I think that's how I ended up Paula. They just added an A. You're like, can we they just... Were just... They were just so fucking disappointed that I was a girl. And they're just like, whatever. We're yeah. in a divorce. We don't even give a shit. <laughs> I think mom named you. Well, she probably had to. I bet you dad wasn't even there. Oh, no. Actually, our mom and dad were in the middle of a their first separation. And dad showed up at the hospital and barged his way into the delivery room. And mom was all, get this asshole out of here. He will not be a part of this. And he wouldn't uh, leave. He would not leave. 
And so... Trust me, it wasn't because he wanted to see me. He was just being stubborn. No, he just wanted to... You know, this, these were the fruit of his loins. He was going to be there to, to meet it. Oh, he was... Him and mom were just both convinced that I was going to be a boy. Oh, really? I didn't know that. They were both convinced I was going to be a boy. And then he says, when I saw you come out and I saw a line, then he's like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, great. Another girl. <laughs> yep. I'm like, that's all you're capable of, dad. It's true. It's true. You love women that much. <laughs> that you keep having girls. You just keep having girls. It is so true. Yeah. Oh, and then God forbid, I don't know. Did you ever ask for anyone's opinion when you decided to name your own children when you were pregnant? I did, foolishly, sent it out into the world to ask my family what they thought of the names that I had chosen for my children. They're like, those are dumb. Why would you do that? When I named Tyler, Tyler, mom was like, do you know any grown ass men named Tyler? <laughs> I didn't ask a soul. I said, well, it's a good name and I'm, I'm naming him it. So that's all there is to it. We almost named Ryan Christian. Oh, I changed my mind and then Victor got really upset with me because he's like, I thought we were naming him Christian. And I'm like, no, I don't like that anymore. Huh. Then I just kept throwing names out there. Like, I'm like, well, how about Jacob, Jake, Nicholas, you know, what I, Nathan, you know, mm -hmm. I just, I went, I was literally going through the book, just reading names. And he's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, what about Ryan? He's like, I don't hate it. I'm like, it's Ryan. Ryan, Ryan it is. <laughs> so. Ding, 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 ding. And then with Olivia. Oh, you must have had that name planned. You know, I I had a bunch of names. I originally wanted to name her Julia. I love that name. That's a pretty one. I did like Julia. I liked Rachel. I like Rachel. You're going to hate this. I actually was going to name her Rachel Lynn. And <sighs> no, that's fine. Well, because I, I just, I, I wanted to give her your middle name. That's so and sweet. So... Olivia doesn't have my middle name now, though. No, she doesn't. Olivia Grace. I love that name, though. That's just, it's just such a beautiful name. And it's perfect and for her. She is Olivia is. Grace. That's what I love about that. So literally the night before, Ryan, I think, was at your house. Mm -hmm. And we were getting ready to get in bed because we had to go to the hospital the next morning to get induced. Right. And it was like 11 o'clock. And we were getting in bed and I'm like, Victor, we have to have a name for this child. <laughs> so he's like, well, I like Chloe, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I like Olivia Grace. And so we went back and forth and finally he's like, all right, fine. You can name her Olivia Grace. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> so, well, I mean, at some point, one, one parent overrides the other at some point. Oh my God. I read a story the other day about a, a woman who had a baby and her husband and his mother were there and the mother somehow convinced the dad to allow her to legally change the name of the baby while the mom was re was recovering from having the baby. And they, they somehow changed the birth certificate. Like when they were filling out all the paperwork, like, what's the baby's name? The grandmother named the baby with the dad. How is that even possible? Because you don't need, I mean, you, the, the dad can do it, you know. But don't you need both parents' signature on the birth certificate? Yeah, but not until it's all filled out. Oh, and she probably thought the name was already on there. So she yeah. just signed it. Yes. <gasps> Can you that imagine? Is so evil. Can you imagine having that mother-in-law? I read some stories yesterday <laughs> about some of the worst mother-in-laws in the world. And I, I was just like, 
you know, I've had, I had a really bad mother-in-law the yeah. first time I was married. Yes. And it was, it was really bad, but I read some of these other ones and I'm just like, mm-hmm. good Lord, why are mother-in-laws so awful? I don't know. I've been very fortunate. I do not have a bad mother-in-law. She's no. very hands-off and, and she's very nice and I don't have any problems whatsoever. It is, I don't know what it is. I just hope that I am not the monster mother-in-law when my sons and daughters marry, I hope I'm the one that they go, no, she's fine. I mean, they don't have to love me, but don't be like, we're not going to your mother's house for Thanksgiving. Well, I mean, you think you would have all that worked out by one the time think. they're married, but yes. I mean, you know, you might put them through the ringer initially, but of course we want to make sure they're good enough to, I just, I tell all of them, I'm like, look, if they can't handle us at a gathering where we're drinking and having food, they're not going to make it. They're just not going to make right. it. You got to be pretty, you got to be pretty tough. And I don't mean emotionally. I just mean we are a lot. We're a lot. We're loud. We're very mm-hmm. celebratory. We're very open and we communicate quite a bit. And mm-hmm. it's why we love each other so much because we know everything about everything. If you mm-hmm. can't do it, you don't have to participate. But if you can't handle it, you aren't going to make it. You're just not going to make it. No, it's true. So it's true. If anything makes you uncomfortable or you don't like the loud noises <laughs> right. or, you know, if you feel the need to put a helmet on, it's just not going to work out. You're just not going to make it. And it's fine. So. You're, we're not for everybody. <laughs> it's for sure. It's for sure. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. prompted this but I had been telling Olivia that we would do some girl stuff I I think what it was is because the kids were on spring break last week Ryan got invited to go to the movies by his friend and um, so Olivia asked if she could go to her friend's house so I texted and uh, unfortunately her friend was in Fresno with Mm. her grandparents she had to stay home and she was feeling of course left out of course and so i told her i'm like well we'll go do something you know we'll go and we'll get some like masks and we'll paint our nails and you know do some girl stuff so we went and got those charcoal masks not the ones you just put on your face like it's a little like thing you fling on there Mm -hmm. but it's the kind that you like it's liquidy and you like kind of paint on your face and then let it dry and then you peel off Mm-hmm. And so when it came time to peel it off, I'm like, okay, ready. And it says, you know, avoid eyebrows, avoid any hair, all that stuff. So when I put it on, I'm just like, I think I avoided my eyebrows. I don't know. And I looked and of course my eyebrows were totally covered and of course, you know, all this stuff. So I start at the top and I start peeling my forehead and like this little strip peels down and it starts peeling and then it's all red underneath. And I'm like, and you can hear this like, like peeling sound. And I'm just like, ah. I'm like that hurts so I kind of rip it off really fast and it felt like when you get your eyebrows waxed did you look like Frankenstein well it was really red and so I'm just like ow I'm like this this really hurts (laughs) so I started going strip at a time and I'm just like oh my god so like I didn't even have like you know a quarter of my forehead done and it was like all red and kind of puffy and I'm like am I having a reaction to this or what you're not so eventually I, I started, you know, to get maybe halfway through, but 
it freaking hurt. Yes. Like I was, I felt like I was ripping my face off. Like every strip felt like wax. Like I was yeah. waxing my face off. Did you wax off hair? All the peach fuzz on your face? By the time I got to my ears like area, I didn't even touch that. So when I was finally done and I got everything off my face, I had a big like gray ring around my face. I had gray eyebrows because I didn't touch anything there. Mm. My whole face was red and, you know, I, everything was soft. I mean, it felt nice, <laughs> but I, I probably ripped like layers of skin off. Yeah, you, you, had, you had mentioned this last week. Oh, I did. You did, but you did not go into detail about your awkward moment about it. So that's why I didn't stop you because you had just talked about your son. Oh, him doing it. Yes. So I was I was curious if you were going to I mean, you mentioned it, but you didn't really get into it. So I was curious if you ended up having some kind of red puff face. (sighs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And yet you want to go get waxed. (laughs) Well, my eye. Oh, well, yeah. I Uh... mean, you want to go do that and you can't even do this. Well, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with my shaving. That seems to be working out okay. Although I did realize I kind of did some damage the other day. What? I shaved with a dull razor. I didn't realize the razor was kind of dull. So now I have like all these like, like red bumps. They're not red bumps, but it looks like underneath they're, they're like, like a purple, like spots. Oh, I don't know. Like your cooch burn. I don't know. It's just on the upper part, though. Oh, the pubis? Are you sure it's not anything else? (laughs) What? Like what? Lice? No! I don't know. No, no. It's just dull razors will wreak havoc on the pubic area. I don't know. You know what? I don't know. I just... The whole area is just dumb, so... (laughs) I agree. Stupid. It makes people do stupid things. It is and for I sure. Keep shaving. I mean, now that I'm like shaving it on a regular basis, I yes. mean, it is easier maintenance than yes. the first time I did it where I was like fucking weed whacking. And yes. so I'll just yeah. keep at it. But, I would certainly, um, I mean, yeah, you want to keep it trim before you ask somebody else to maintain it for you. I would never go to a place and go, haven't touched the area in five years. Have fun. Have you know? at it. <laughs> be but, like um, we're gonna need more wax you know you don't want that <laughs> definitely you know what here's the thing with those stupid facial things that you can do on your own mm. they're never only 10 minutes i even when i do and i'll sit there and i'll be on a, in a towel on my bed with a green mask on and daryl will come and he's like oh you're you're still doing this i'm like how long has it been? He's like, I don't know, like 45 minutes. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I better wash it off. Like, you never, ever do it. You know, it's not like you're standing there with a the little timer going, okay, it's time, everyone. That doesn't ever happen. You start watching a no, show. we had the stopwatch and everything. We were, like, ready to go. I just didn't realize it was going to take me an hour and a half to peel that thing off my face. I would and never. So I'm a little surprised you didn't record yourself doing this. I thought about it, but I was just in such agony. I just, <laughs> I did take a picture of myself. I, I looked like, uh, I don't know what I looked like. I looked like a transformer or like a, not a transformer, but maybe like something from the Terminator. Um, okay. So my awkward moment was not that long. 
Yes. This is very simple and easy. Uh, Malia had her photo shoot for her senior photos last weekend or last week. And there was this, there was a particular shot that they wanted to do in Los Lagos. There is a man-made waterfall. It's beautiful. There's little rocks and stepping stones. So you can actually go and stand in the middle of it. So it looks like she's surrounded by water with a waterfall behind her and all that. It's really pretty. She was wearing a formal dress. So it's oh, going to be okay. one of those really pretty things. So she walks out there, but I'm like, well, let me help you because we didn't want to get the bottom of the dress wet. And so I luckily wore my Nikes and stuff. So I wasn't like dressed nice to be around a business person. I was just wearing, you know, casual whatever. So I go out there and so there's this little rock and the photographer goes, okay, well, one of them is loose. Be careful. I'm like, okay, no problem. So of course I pick the one that I think looks the most solid in structure. And of course it's the loose rock. So I step on it. Paula, I didn't fall, but I should have. <laughs> and I end up standing on it. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. And I almost fell over the waterfall. Oh, my God. Luckily, I did some weird. Luckily for yoga, I did something where I looked like I was doing the karate kid pose. <laughs> And the I, crane. I saved myself. I did the crane and saved myself. And then I leapt over to the stone that Malia was standing on to adjust her dress is basically all I was doing. Wow. I know. And I'm like, okay, awkward, but shockingly not awkward because I did not right. fall. So it's like it was both. That picture better turn out well. That's what Jeez. I thought. I think it will. I think it'll be really pretty. And I'll show them to you, of course. Yeah. So. But I mean, you're probably thinking to Daryl, we're buying that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one's for me. Yeah. Anyway. How funny. Well, that's cute. Yes. Good. Cute, Good awkward, whatever. Guys. Good for you. I just got a text message from my daughter who is telling me that there is a giant yellow jacket in my apartment. I am stressed. Send help. He's quarantined in my bedroom. The cats are out here with me, but I literally just got out of the shower and I'm very naked. <laughs> God, just find something to smack it with. Well, I'm not a big fan of bees myself, but, and if it was giant, it'd be scary. How'd it get in? That's what would, that'd be my question. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap. I definitely think that's a wrap too. So uh, thank you everybody for joining us. Mother's Day is coming up. So please visit uglytruth.com. Click on Amazon. Go to the Mother's Day page and uh, get yourself some ideas of what you think you'd like to get your mother or your baby's mama. And then also please go to lipandclip.com and get some of your summertime, springtime makeup needs do that and then uh, join us next Wednesday for our next show. We will probably be doing a little carnival, so don't be surprised if that shows up in your feed. And other than that, I think that's a wrap. So we will see you next time. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.